0: Hi, I'm Peter Keegan.
1: And I'm Laura Boswell. And over there we have the talented Mr B on sound.
0: Welcome to Ask an Artist, the podcast designed to help you take the leap and become a working artist, the sort that actually gets to make art and pay the bills at the same time. Laura and I will be here to tackle everything from finances to finding a gallery, self-doubt to social media, the everyday practical stuff that every artist needs to know to make a go of their career.
1: So all artists will be familiar with the stereotypical view of the artist's reputation. That's the old chestnut that all artists are self-absorbed butterflies, strangers to the idea of an honest day's work. So today, Peter and I want to focus on something far more important, your professional reputation rather than that old cliche. So what that is, why your professional reputation is important and what you can do to grow and protect it.
0: Oh, I'm a proper artist loving me. I I waft around... So you being a very, self, very self-important <laughs> artist. No, can you imagine no. how people would just like... They, they, this. I always find this this interest, interesting point of view that um, the public kind of expect you to be an artist. And I always feel like I'm not artistic enough sometimes. Like I well, don't it goes dress with that. flamboyantly you enough. I'm <laughs> lucky to
1: be an artist. You know, I have to do a real job, but you're an artist. Yeah, how lovely. I'm,
0: I'm the special one, so I should be more eccentric than I perhaps am. And I, yeah. I do feel a bit more boring and normal sometimes to, well, to be Well, certainly hard
1: work, no, comes
0: into it, does it? No. no. So I do. I do some sort. I think I think it was Grace and Perry saying that um, it's a shame that there are lots of occupations out there that have a uniform, but there's no uniform for an artist. No. I wish I could wear something. People go, oh look, there's, a, there's an artist walking down yeah, the street. Proper artist, you know, he had an apron or something yeah. that, that everyone would wear that would sort of signify them as being different and unique and special. And at the mm. end of the day are we really that different and unique and special or are we just like any other work hard working well, sort of self-employed person I think this person?
1: podcast reveals that there are an awful lot of overlaps <laughs> with everybody else but that kind of stereotype of the artist isn't really what we're talking about today is it it's it's much more to do with how you're perceived in the sort of sphere of, of what you're making and how you're selling and your business practice and so it's forth. Sort of, it's,
0: it's professionalism, isn't it? Sort of tea and what that what that means, because I know we say it a lot, it's about being more professional. So, yeah, so what, we'll break what that would you down say, a little bit more.
1: Yeah, let's break it down a bit. Well,
0: first of all, I would say, you know, if being an artist, it's first and foremost, it is about the art. Yeah. You know, it is about the the skill and the training and the, the craftsmanship and the dedication and knowledge that I put into the art and craft of, of my practice. And I think that mm. should absolutely come first because, of course, that yeah. is your everything as that, an artist. That is
1: your reputation. And another really important part of your artistic skill, of course, is your individuality, your independent visual voice. Which is so important so your, for defining your, your who you
0: your are. authenticity of your work, yeah, I suppose.
1: Absolutely, it's not so sort it, of
0: flitting from a variety of pieces. It's the consistency, I suppose, of your yeah that body. particular
1: journey that only yeah. you are on. Mm. You know, that's that is very important, and, and your reputation will be based on that.
0: I think there's a professionalism as well in regards to the kind of the physical quality, condition, presentation, uh, delivery and and whatnot of your work as well. That's the choice of materials, the the framing. Could be the durability of your work. Absolutely. Um, If you take it, you know, if you take your work seriously, you're going to want to care not just about the physical execution of it, but the the aftercare of it, how you store it, how you treat it and deliver it and so on. And, And people can spot straight away if you're putting a piece of painting, for example, in a, in a cheap NAF frame and it's not labelled mm. properly. It just says, mm. I think it says bucket loads about what you think of your own work yeah. if you're treating it in that and way. And God
1: forbid you should sell work that's going to deteriorate quickly exactly. or anything like that. So that's something you really have to get right. Um, So reliability is a big part of your reputation as an artist. I think as well,
0: particularly if you're working with professional bodies and organisations, if you're working with a a, a gallery or a museum or a, a big fair and event, you need to be reliable. You need to turn up on time. You need to do what you say Yeah, said you I do. mean, we've
1: covered this in quite a few podcasts now. And I think that is a really, really important part of your reputation is being somebody who turns up when they say they're going mm-hmm. to, does what they say they're going to and delivers. You know, I think that is essential. And I think... Communication skills, as well, hmm. is is quite an important part, and this is tricky because it doesn't come naturally to everybody. No,
0: if you look, particularly you know, artists, or some artists yeah. are very introvert and, and don't like you know being with people. Put it bluntly, yeah. they kind of find that communication with a face-to-face a very difficult thing to talk about their work you know some people may be very shy about what they've done it's a very revealing thing isn't it art it's a very personal experience
1: but I think as an artist you have to find a way of communicating that's effective and if you hate dealing with people face-to-face then maybe you should look at how you write about your art or how you post about your art things like that but whatever you choose how you communicate and the effectiveness of that communication all builds into your reputation. Yeah. I
0: think it's important to be authentic because you've got to be authentic yeah. with that voice is crucial. And there's the honesty and clarity as well. That, I think that's particularly important for when you're certainly saying multiples of things. If you're Yeah, that, I
1: mean, as a printmaker, yeah. you, you have to be absolutely clear about limited editions or limited things like that. But like you as a painter, you have to be clear about, you know, the original painting as versus a maybe a, a G clay that you've augmented, which is not something I know you wouldn't do, but it's it's really important that you're clear about what it is you are selling, whatever you work.
0: In. And it's, I mean, as a, as working primarily on commission, it's mm. outlining everything yes. before you even go into this sort of relationship that's with the commissioner. Really no, you point. have to sort of lay, lay it out, and not costs suddenly jumping up very quickly and out of nowhere. You have to make sure, you, as long as that's everyone knows, really that point. is most important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what metal you're working in as a jeweller, all that kind of thing. So that's that is really important. And I think also, I've written down here generosity of spirit, and I think that is important in terms of how you support other artists, how you network with your fellows, how you share your knowledge, things like that.
0: So being a good egg, if you like, in the Yeah, being industry. a decent
1: sort, really. I think it's that aspect of it. Because we're sort of very geared to the business end of being an artist in these podcasts, and we do talk about networking quite a lot. But in this context, what I mean is kind of the duty to pay it forward, being an artist, sharing your skills, things like that. That does feed into your reputation, whether you're, you know, and if you're somebody who is sort of uh, generous and giving and approachable. That's going to help your reputation.
0: I certainly think it's important. And I think wherever possible, I try and you know give my time to meet artists and my community. And I think mm. supporting my community is, is so mm. important because I need that community. Yeah, it doesn't mean telling my-
1: all your secrets or anything like that. But it does mean being open to, to helping others and...
0: You know, I'd much rather be known as a person, oh, go go to Peter because he knows this and he's very helpful. As opposed to, oh, don't go to him because he's a miserable yeah. old sod and he won't help you at all. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. right.
1: Yeah, totally it is.
0: Now let's take a little break to get some colour into this podcast.
1: So, in this episode, we've talked about using excellent materials in our work as professional artists. And that brings us around to Michael Harding's paints.
0: That's right, because we, we were both lucky, weren't we, to go and visit Michael and his yeah, team we did at indeed. his colour mill? And we sort of day. experienced firsthand the care and the quality and the materials that he sourced all over the world to mm. make some of the finest paint that artists all over the world use. And I use and have been using it for a number of years, which is fantastic. And to see that commitment to making these fantastic products, these wonderful paints, and not forgetting his new watercolours. Yes, I was going
1: to say, I'm about to join the club because I'm very excited to start using his watercolours for my Japanese woodblock printing. Absolutely. If you'd like to find out more about the fantastic colour range offered by Michael Harding Paints and why artists all over the world consider his colours to be the best, simply visit michaelharding.co.uk.
0: So let's leave the colour mill for a moment and get back to the artist's reputation. So why is our reputation important? Because there are some artists that don't think it is important. They have this sort of, you know, ambiguous, lofty, they don't really care. They're kind of invisible to the uh, the business world, which is, can well, work if you're very if lucky. You are, <laughs> yeah,
1: I think if you are one of the total superstar artists, you can kind of get away with that up to a point. Um, but most of us are not in the rock star category.
0: No, not yet.
1: And for people like us reputation is really important
0: so for me i mean it's about building relationships and it's it's a relationship with your customers and your clients um, your audience it's knowing who your audience is uh, and and the relationship you have with your colleagues whether mm. it's artists or whether it's galleries and so on and it's important to give time to build those relationships if you have a strong relationship you mm. you earn their trust
1: well it's as you as you start building your following your reputation is sort of your ambassador it, it It brings more people in and the better your reputation, the more people are going to be interested in you. So it's a thing that develops. Your reputation is constantly moving on, Mm. but it's a really hard sell as an artist to make money from your work. If you don't have any reputation. Mm. I mean, I think we talked about that at the sort of when you start off as an artist and you start from ground zero, you have to start building that reputation like you build a body of work. And, and that's that's really important to focus on.
0: And it takes and it takes time. You know, you can't it just you can't time, just suddenly yeah. be known and famous and and fantastic and walk into the shows that you mm. may have ambitions to to, to get there. Mm. Have those in mind, but build towards that. I I have strong ambitions mm. of where I wish to be in tech. Ten, twenty, mm. fifty 20, 50 years time if I'm still mm. working that long but I know it'll take time to build that and I'm working on that mm. now every day and all the decisions I make are all about pushing me on to the next thing mm. and the aspirations it will I know it's going to happen eventually I don't know when but I'm fine with that yeah. it will happen organically when it's right and I'm just trying to do everything I can yeah. to ensure that when it does that it will work and they'll I'll get invited.
1: But like we've just said you know your reputation is made up of dozens of different facets and they'll all develop at different times and at different rates so it's a sort of constant ongoing thing for as long as you are working as an artist. But the point about a reputation is that's what people will be discussing about you. Yes. That's what people like to talk about and they'll discuss the different aspects of what you do, how you do it, what you're like, all that kind of stuff. And that can be a terrific force for good, but it can also be a terrific force for bad as well.
0: It's sort of, your bad press will naturally infect your oh, work. Oh, people
1: love a horror story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it will, it will just almost, it will kind of cling on to your work, no matter how beautiful and exquisite your work is. If you've, Dealt with someone in the way that you, in hindsight, you shouldn't have, or if there was a bad taste in them, they will always remember that. No matter how wonderful or famous you become, your actions will speak a lot louder than your creations. You know,
1: I think there are examples everywhere of terribly famous people who've got one or two skeletons in the closet. Absolutely. And I think that's
0: particularly true if you're an artist looking to work with galleries and shows and those other organizations. They are always going to pick the reliable people. I'm afraid
1: they are, yeah. I mean it's it's like we were saying, it's really only the rock stars that of 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 artists that get to be Mavericks. And actually only only just for so long and they can only push it just so far, mm. you know, it doesn't do anybody any favours really.
0: But we know all of you listening, you're, you're the good eggs, you're the ones that do care because all those silly rock stars aren't listening to us because they don't really care about this sort of <laughs> well, stuff.
1: Well, and also if you do become a rock star, please remember this episode and more importantly, please give us a shout out when you are famous. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Now we have here written um, the internet, but I think what that means to say is that you when you put things online it's Mm. always traceable you can always find anything that's been out online so it's make sure you're being consistent because if you change your mind if you change prices and such people will always yeah i mean that
1: that whole thing about prices and again do listen to our episodes on galleries and prices because it's really important to get this right you cannot move your prices around according to what show you're in or what what gallery or what have you. It's very unprofessional. And with the internet and websites and things, people will find out, mm. you know, and that if somebody finds out that they've paid 50 quid more for something, that's really unpleasant and they will tell all their friends about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. And then lastly, it's about, it's, it's thinking about the reputation is important. And I think those artists that have good long-term support mm. from uh, galleries and clients, mm. you know that they must have a strong reputation because there's, there's a wonderful bond between partnerships. Mm. And you can see that associations, whether it is an art company that has a good relationship with an artist or an organisation mm. that has it with artists that come in with the fair, the reason they exist is because there is mm. that strong bond and reputation that they have. So it's a good idea to, you know, find a collaborator, whether it's a fellow artist or an organisation, and really develop that bond with yeah. them, that's going to help your reputation as you go for, uh, forward. Mm. And it's going to help them as well, hopefully, as the organisation you're working with.
1: And I think also remember that your reputation's with you forever. So it really is a question of playing the long game and maybe biting back and not saying things that you, you might regret later or Or doing things that will make you a quick profit but will damage your reputation further along the line, you do have to be disciplined about Mm. it. I think that's really important. So, you know, that goes on to some do's and don'ts.
0: Yeah, let's make a pledge. Come on, everyone, put your hands up at home and (laughs) we pledge. We pledge to be the following, we uh, (laughs) pledge to be transparent. Yes,
1: I think that's. That's important because people need to know that what they see is what they get, mm-hmm. whether that's the artwork or you and your beliefs or your approach, you know. Don't tell them you do one thing if if you do another in mm. terms of sort of. So it's things like don't say, "Oh, I never work with photographs." If you work with photographs, yeah. because if someone stumbles across that later, it may not be a big deal, but they'll feel betrayed. Yes,
0: yeah, you yeah. Know? Being and open eyes. and honest, yeah. and it's being being authentic, as we said. Be genuine. People can people can see straight through the lies. And if they don't see it straight away, it will get found out eventually. Well, I think there's
1: all this temptation on social media to provide that perfect Mm. world and to sort of little bump yourself up a little bit and sort of big up your sales or big up your reputation, things like that. And again, there's two things about that. One, again, it's back to that transparency thing. You will get found out if you Mm. do that. The other thing is, I'm not sure people buy that. I think they prefer... Authenticity. I think they prefer the real deal and they like that artists aren't perfect beings. Yes. You know, that's as part of that sharing of, of your mistakes and things not being quite as good as you wanted them to be and things like that is all part of building your reputation as an honest artist. It also kind of makes
0: you stronger, isn't it, as well? Because, it certainly you know, the, does. The bumps and the bruises and yeah. the falls will actually make you stronger and resilient and obviously paint you yeah. to be more stronger and resilient as well. And I think nothing more is testing artists at the moment than, than COVID yeah, and the lockdown period. I think period. being
1: upfront about stuff like that. But that comes with a rider, which is don't whine and complain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that won't do your reputation any good at all. Not at all. So by all means, share your disasters but don't badmouth anybody. So no. never badmouth a fellow artist or a gallery or anything like that online. Deal with it professionally,
0: anywhere. directly with them. Yeah, don't that's use what your platform and audience. That's what your
1: loved ones are for, basically. Yeah. If you need to sound off, sound off to in private to a loved one. Do Absolutely. not put it in a public forum where it can come back to bite you.
0: It's important to be, we have written down, consistent. The art world loves consistency it mm. loves putting artists in boxes and you do this in this style thank you very much and that just really adds to the strength and I'm not saying you shouldn't go and you shouldn't vary and you shouldn't experiment and do different things of course you do creative people love doing that I've dabbled and all sorts mm. of stuff but it's sort of how I market myself and how I choose well, to promote myself. Well it's that linear myself.
1: journey isn't it it's showing your development as an artist yeah. and you know it's Fine to take the winding path, but there should be a path. Correct. You know, you shouldn't be running all over the field in all different directions. It should and be a And it's also, journey.
0: you know, your buyers and collectors love that they kind of you know what's really lovely is that people who first bought my work i don't know 15 20 years ago mm. are seeing how that mm. journey of where i'm going and you know hopefully getting better mm. and, and work exhibited further afield and they're loving seeing that mm. journey and i'm not suddenly doing something completely different
1: well i think if you have a linear progression they, mm. they're on board for the whole journey and they can see yes they may have an early example and your work may have changed radically but they can see how you got there
0: yeah. And it's, it's what we call playing the long game, isn't it? It's yeah, sort of, it's, it is. It's realising so. that your art career is, I mean, obviously it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Mm. It's something that doesn't happen quickly and instantly. It will take time, it will grow over time, but the, mm. the further you go, the stronger you get. And mm. hopefully the better your reputation will go and you'll travel faster and further as you go.
1: Yeah, it kind of, I mean, the, the, the sort of cheering thing about a reputation, if you, you know, if you if you stick with your honesty and your consistency and things like that, is it kind of snowballs, doesn't it? Hmm. The kind of more your reputation grows, the more people hear about you and the more people hear about you, the more your reputation grows and it all Absolutely, yeah. you know, expands like that. So it may seem daunting when you start out, but bear in mind that there is an acceleration to this.
0: And lastly, I'd say is, is be, be generous, you know, be, oh, yes. be, be a giver, don't be a taker you know and yes. try and give and it's what we're trying to do I suppose with this podcast we are mm. trying to make more artists out there and share the knowledge and the experiences we have and and I do this, the same not with other working artists but people who are curious about art and because coming into the art world is quite intimidating whether you're an artist or whether you're a collector it can be a bit scary and it's nice I like to break down those mm. barriers and say it's fine you're allowed to not like it and if you don't understand it I'll teach you and I'll tell you more information and of course you're you're opening world. Well, we both to... I mean
1: it's it's like with our practice. I mean, we both film what we do and show people how we do it and mm. share techniques and things like that. And I always feel that being open and generous is far more likely to win you business Absolutely. than than lose you business. Mm. So, you know, generosity is always a good facet to have in your reputation.
0: So Laura, what is our takeaway for today's generously? Giving episode
1: <laughs> right well today's takeaway is to guard your artist's reputation with the zeal of a victorian maiden <laughs> a good reputation will work wonders for your business but once lost it's very hard to recover
0: thank you laura and thank all of you for listening remember you can catch up with all the stuff we've covered in today's episode and all our previous episodes on our show notes at askanartistpodcast.com thank you all so much for subscribing and all your lovely comments reviews if you have any questions you'd like to put to me and laura remember visit our website and you can submit them all there